Welcome to Salt and Light with Pastor Rodney Finch. Salt and Light is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel, Cary. Jesus, speak to me. Open your word and reveal your heart to me. Salt and Light is a series of verse-by-verse studies through the Bible, focusing on its practical application to our everyday lives. Salt and Light is recorded live at Calvary Chapel, Cary, in Apex, North Carolina. Stay tuned. At the end of the program, we will give you information on how to contact us, so be sure to have a pen and paper ready. Today, Pastor Rodney will be teaching from the book of Exodus, chapter 20. So grab your Bibles and follow along. Now with today's teaching, here's Pastor Rodney. But see, when you just obey because God told you to do it, or your children just obey you because you told them to do it without explanation, then they are learning to trust God. They're learning to obey God. Very, very, very important. It's very interesting that that a study was done. Listen at this. A study was done, and it found that if both mom and dad, get this, attend church regularly, 72% of the children continue to go to church when they're older and out of the house, 72%. If only dad attends regularly, 55% remain faithful. If only mom attends regularly, 15% remain faithful. If neither attend regularly, only 6% of children continue to go to church at the age when they are not forced to. Isn't that very interesting? You know, somebody once said this. The only thing parents can take to heaven with them is their children. You understand that? The only thing you can take to heaven with you is your children. Listen, when your kids see you trusting God and obeying God, even when you don't understand everything, they learn to trust and obey and follow God. And you're taking them to heaven with you. It's a witness and a testimony to them. The second reason children should obey their parents because most parents, listen, have their best interest in heart. Listen to me close. Except, are you listening? Except on rare occasions, nobody is going to love you like your mama and your daddy. You understand? Only 50% of the people agree with that. Amen. Nobody is going, who do you think is going to put up with you? (laughs) But your mama and your daddy. You know, don't forget. See, this is what happens. We get older and we forget. Don't forget it was your parents who wiped your hiney. Yeah, I said it. And changed your diaper. Don't forget, it was your parents who kept you from hurting yourself. It was your mom and your dad that kept you from running out in traffic. Amen. Amen. Y'all realize some of y'all be dead right now if it wasn't for your mom? (laughs) You wouldn't be here. They have your best interest in heart. We forget. We get older, we get a good education, we get a good job. And we forget that it was your mom and your dad who sacrificed and saved so you could get that education, so you could get that job. So don't forget, they have your best interest in heart. You know, the way I grew up, Pastor Rodney, my mom, 
I remember times when we didn't have food. And I remember times when my mother would feed us bread and mayonnaise sandwiches because that's all that was in the refrigerator and she didn't get a sandwich and I noticed that. I can remember those days. I can remember times when my mom bought us clothes because we needed clothes and she couldn't get herself anything. Somebody needs to say amen. I know I'm not the only one. Yeah, we grew up poor. Uh, po. We couldn't afford the other OR. Yep, that's right. But see, I, I boldly say that because I, I, I glory now in what the Lord has done. I, I praise the Lord that I never had to choose whether to give my kids food or, or me eat. But praise God, if I had to make that decision because of I am a parent and I have the best interest of my children in heart, I would have given them food and not eaten myself. I remember times my mother did that. So don't you forget. Here's my word to you. Don't you forget. You ain't never that educated. You ain't never made that much money and you're never that important where you forget where you came from. Somebody say amen. I'm awake. No. And that's what happens. We get our educated, making money, living on that side of town. And mama lives over there, and we're like, oh, well, she's just an embarrassment. And we forget. Your parents have your best interest in heart, and you are where you are because they helped you get there. Don't you ever forget that. You're a wise person. If you remember, you didn't get to where you are because you're all that. Because you're not. I'm trying to help you. You're not all that. Somebody had to help you get there. And it's my bet, except for rare circumstances, it was your parents. Number three, children should obey their parents. Are you still tracking with me? Children should obey their parents because here's something really simple. Jesus did. Amen. You might remember the stories in Luke chapter 2. You read it in your own time. Mary and Joseph left Jesus in Jerusalem, and they didn't know where he was. And they came back and they found Jesus with the rabbis, which is a wonderful story. Read it in your own time. And Jesus said, Mom, Dad, remember this? Jesus said, didn't you know that I would be about my father's business? And then Jesus obeyed and he left with them. And the Bible tells us that Jesus always sought to please the father. You see, when you teach your children obedience, you're teaching them to be more like Jesus. Number four, you should honor and obey your parents because, here's something really simple, they gave you life. Do you know the same chemical components that are in your body are the same in your parents' body? Now, I know that God gives life, but God used them to give you life. You see? So you should obey your parents because they gave you life. Not only that, but number five, you should obey and honor your parents because they saved your life. They saved your life. How many times did you almost get hit by a car? How many times did you almost get lost in Walmart? Let me tell you something. You get lost in Walmart, you might never be found. Ain't no telling what's going to happen. Walmart, no. And your mom come looking, 
Come here, where you at, where you at? Oh, I found you. What are you doing on the roof? I don't know, I mean. I mean, your parents, how many times did they save you from drowning? I mean, that's happened. I remember my mom taught me how to swim. My mom was quite athletic, and she was a great swimmer. And, uh, and uh, when she come down here, y'all going to be like, oh, Gertrude, we know all about it, child. We know all about it. <laughs> My mom was a great swimmer, and she taught me how to swim. And uh, I had just the day I really thought I had it, I had it good. And I'm standing there by My mom, you got it? I went, yeah, I got it. I got it. I can do this. So she pushed me in the water. <laughs> I, was, I was like, nice, mommy. And I'm about, I, honestly, I didn't have it. I almost drowned. Honestly, I mean, I'm like, wow. Ah! You know, I come up on that. Ah! I think she let me just be in there for a while. I think it was abuse, man. I think I was abused. She finally pulled me up out of the water. But how many times have we all been saved by our parents? They saved your life. Point number five, if you're taking notes, you're still with me. You should honor and obey your parents because they not only gave your life and saved your life, but they also made your life. They made your life. I mean, think about all the times when mom cooked for you. All those times she cooked for you. And all those times she sat you down at the table. This is stuff I'm just trying to help you remember. The time she sat you down at the table and got your food ready. I remember, I got to tell you, and I'm just, uh, I'm glad he's not in here. I don't think he's in here. I'm going to tell you something about Rodney Jr. Promise not to tell him. <laughs> y'all lie. Y'all say everything as soon as y'all walk out there. Well, I heard all about it. He's a little boy. They had him in the high chair. I know you remember I used to play this, and I used to, uh, I used, when it was time to feed him, I used to play open the garage, which was the mouth, and fly the plane in for a landing, which was the spoon. So, you know, I, you know, all righty, got to get the garage open. That's <laughs> the stupidest little game, you know, and got to get the garage open, he go. Gotta be wide open. And then I would just fly past the garage. You go, ah. I'm like, open your mouth. It's coming in for a landing. I mean, you did all kinds of things to get him to eat. You know what I mean? It's coming in for a landing. Oh, that's good. You know what I mean? You did all those things. If y'all tell him, I'm going to leave church as soon as it's over. I'm getting in my car and go home. But, but, but they made your life. They cook. You know, p- parents, think about this here. And I, I think this is the math. Bill, check me on my math, okay? Here's the math, okay? I did the math today. I think I did it right. Okay, three meals a day per day for 18 years is approximately 18,144 meals. Bill, check me. He's a scientist. You can do math, can't you? Yeah, no. Yeah, of course. I think that's right. Yeah, that is right. I thought that's a lot of meals, y'all. That's just the three meals. Some of y'all ate six to eight meals a day. 
blowing up. Some of y'all hate on me more than that. You know, the next time, you know, I don't know if he loved me. I don't know if my mom loved me. I don't know if my dad loved me. You know, my kids, do, uh, do you love me? Question, did you eat? Where my parents at? Where my parents at? Did you eat? Well, yeah, I ate. Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm. Let me tell you something. Every time you eat, let it be a reminder of how much I love you. I love you enough to get the food in the house to even let you eat the food I bought. Now, I don't know if you love me. Did you sleep in the bed last night? <laughs> Parents, y'all need to say amen. You know that's right. Y'all know we've had that talk about my room. And I told you, my comments tonight are just not honestly, you will not hear Dr. Phil say this. No, 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 no. You don't have a room. I'm going to clap for myself. You don't have a room. Let me tell you, you have a room when you pay for it. I'm from the old school. Y'all need to help and you, look, oh, you came in my room and you looked through my stuff. No. Well, no. Now look through your stuff. You don't have stuff. I have stuff. And you know, contrary to your belief, contrary to your belief, we all have done it. We all have done it. You know, I, when I get older, I'm not going to be nothing like my parents. <laughs> and what happens? You grow up, you are just like your parents. Isn't that true? You're just like them. You're like, I wouldn't do this. I ain't going to do that. I would never do that to my kids. I would never go in their room. And as soon as you start paying the rent, you're in there every day. <laughs> Especially when they ain't there. Which I think is wisdom. I really do. I mean, some of the stuff we see going on and uh, the Internet, the kids are on the Internet and the kids have uh, things going on in their lives. And what was the two guys who built the bomb and planned the whole Columbine thing in their bedrooms online and the drugs and things like that? I'm not implying that everybody here and all kids are on drugs. I'm just implying that as responsible parents, I'm not implying anything I'm saying. As a responsible parents, we have a responsibility to look after our children. And part of that means go in the room. Go in the room. Go in the room that you just paid the mortgage on. It's okay. It's going to be all right. And you know, ultimately, you know what happens? They know you love them. They may not like what you're doing, but they know that you love them enough to check on them and, and see what they're doing and see how, how things are going. That's what happens. They might get upset about it, but you'll get over it. There'll be a lot of things in life you're going to get upset about, but you'll get over it. You'll be okay. We all had our little issues, and some of us, we're all older and grown and we grow. We get over it. Life is full of difficulties and disappointments. It's going to be okay. 
We'll all grow. We'll all learn. You'll grow up and the very things that your parents did to you that you said you would never do to your kids, those are the exact same things you do with your kids. That's just the way it is. You become like them because you are like them. And so the Bible tells us, honor your father and your mother that your days may be long upon the earth. Your days may be long upon the earth. Now, we've all heard this statement, and I do want to make this point real clear. Honoring your parents. Notice that we've heard people say about this statement, honor your parents and you will live long. We've heard that. Listen, scholars are really debating and have been for a very long time as to what this actually means when it says that your days will be along upon the land. What does that mean, along upon the earth? What does that mean? Listen, I don't believe this is saying, listen to me closely, if you obey your parents, you won't die young. I I don't believe it's saying that. Because listen, there are a lot of saints that died young and obeyed their parents. A lot. I mean, think about it. Jesus said, I always do the will of my father. And he died at 33. He died young. Take Adam, for example, in the garden who disobeyed God, and he died at 930 years of age. And he had long days of dishonoring God. So what is it? Listen, I believe it's simply this. Because look, let's read it again. Look at verse 12. Honor your father and your mother that your days may be long upon the land. Notice which the Lord your God is giving you. I believe the reference is to Israel. Remember, as they're coming out of Egypt, they're headed for the promised land. And God says, if you will obey your parents. Now, this is, again, for all people, big kids, little kids. You will live and be blessed in the land which he is giving them. What land is he giving them? He's giving them the promised land. He's giving them the land of Canaan. God says, if you honor your parents and recognize the weight of their position, you will be blessed. And the application is just as true today as it was that day. If you honor your parents and you give them the weight of their position of being your parents. And by the way, in the Hebrew language, this could also imply to your in-laws or outlaws, whatever you call them. But if you honor your parents and you give them the weight of their position, you will be blessed. The flip side of that is if you don't honor your parents and you don't give them the weight of their position, then you won't be blessed. And that's true. Listen, if you want to be blessed, you've got to honor your parents. Rodney, you don't understand my parents. They, you don't understand. My parents didn't know them. You don't understand. I, I know I don't understand, but, and I don't know them, and I don't know you, and I don't know the situation, but I will tell you this. If you do everything within your power to honor them, God will bless you. I don't know how he's going to work it out. I don't know if the relationship will ever be healed, but I do know that you will be blessed because you are following God as you're honoring your parents. This doesn't say even if you feel like honoring them. It doesn't even say, let's go one step better, if they are honorable. You need to hear me. It doesn't say that they're honorable. Well, if they're honorable, then I'll honor them. That's not what it says. It says you honor them 
Because in honoring them, as I said, you are honoring God. So what does it mean to honor your parents? I'm going to wrap it up with these three things. What does it mean to honor your parents? Number one, you're taking notes. Here's something very practical. Give them respect. Give them respect. That means to speak kindly and affectionately to them. To hold them in high esteem for their sacrifice and for their love, we talked about it. Give them respect. Secondly, give them provision. What do you mean, Rodney? Make provisions for them. When your parents get older, you have the responsibility to provide for them scripturally. Handling their affairs and taking care of the needs. And don't put them in a nursing home. What's up with that? What's up with that? The greatest tragedy in America in our day is thousands of older people are in retirement homes and they never get a call and they never get a visit from their kids. What is up with that? But they go to church on Sunday. Oh, we go to church and we worship God. But your, your mom is in the old folks. You won't even go there in a nursing home to visit with her. Don't do that. I told my kids, please don't put me in a nursing home. Don't know. Because when I die... I'm going to come back and get you. I'm not going to let you sleep. I'm not going to let you rest. You did me wrong. Man, and you know, I want to say this here too. If you, if you got, you know, if you, if you feel like you're called to that ministry of nursing home, we need that here at Calvary. There's so many people in nursing homes that just get no visits from anybody. You know, if you feel you're called to that ministry, you talk to one of the pastors, you talk to one of the elders, Larry or Bill, talk to somebody, and, and let's, let's maybe, maybe we can do our part there. I don't know. Give them their respect, number one. Give them, them, give them provision, number two. And then thirdly, give them consideration. Listen, give, this is big. You need to realize that your parents are probably not going to change. Let's just get real. They're not going to change because the older a person gets, the more set in their ways they become, and they are not going to bend. So somebody needs to bend, and guess who it should be? You. You should bend. They're your parents. You're not theirs. You bend. Because if you bend, God will honor you. I'm going to close with this. I want you to listen closely and quietly. An unknown author writing about his father expressed in poetic form some thoughts which many of us might be able to identify with. Listen, his shoulders are a little bent, his youthful force a trifle spent, but he's the finest man I know. With heart of gold and hair of snow, he's seldom cross and never mean. He's always been so good and clean. I only hope I'll always be as kind to him as he's to me. Sometimes he's tired and seems forlorn. His happy face is lined and worn. Yet he can smile when things are bad. That's why I like my gray-haired dad. He doesn't ask the world for much, just comfort, friendliness, and such. But from the things I've heard him say, I know it's up to me to pay for all the deeds he's done for me since I sat rocking on his knee. Oh, not in dollars, dimes, and cents. That's not a father's recompense. Nor does he worship wealth and fame. He'd have me honor Jesus' name. John said, go ahead, I'll wait. It's okay. 
And you know, John said, there's no greater joy than to know that my children walk in truth. Any godly father only wants to see their kids walk in Jesus' name. They've got the best for you. Learn. Be blessed. I am confident that God blesses his word despite anything you feel or whatever bad situation it is, if you just simply obey his word, God's going to bless you. And if you don't obey his word, you cannot be blessed. You can't be. Listen, we cannot be blessed if we don't obey God's word. Period. I don't understand. God does. You honor God. By honoring your parents, don't let anybody tell you anything different. Let God's word be true, and every man what? That's right. You have been listening to Salt and Light, a radio outreach ministry of Pastor Rodney Finch and Calvary Chapel Cary, located in Apex, North Carolina. Join Pastor Rodney Monday through Friday at this same time. For information regarding service times, you can contact us at 1-800-293-0923. That's 1-800-293-0923. You may listen to today's broadcast in its entirety by visiting the Media Library on our website at cccarry.org. We would like to thank you for tuning in to Salt and Light and pray that you have been blessed. Until next time, may you be salt and light.